Let's do this. How are you? I hope absolutely fantastic and that life is treating you well. Welcome to another episode of my podcast, Leave the Bubble, where we talk about expanding our comfort zones, dealing with changes and embracing challenges in life, as well as staying curious and in general trying to grow as a person. Last week, we went over how to keep in touch with the people close to us when moving to a different place. We noticed that it takes time and effort to successfully stay in touch. However, saw how rewarding it can be when it's reciprocated and all parties make it work. I also hope you took the leap of faith by fulfilling the challenge of contacting someone you haven't heard from in a while. I know that some of you did. And that's fantastic news. Keep them coming. So without further ado, let's jump straight into this week's episode, Approaching Strangers. Seeing that in just a few days, I will be moving to Maastricht. This is something that is relevant to myself, to other people moving to a new place. And and this is the beauty of today's topic. Everyone, everywhere, at all times. Now, I know that due to corona and lockdown restrictions, etc., this is a little tougher than it usually would or could be. But nonetheless, the message is one that is vital and is something that has helped me throughout my entire life. I can already see myself doing a revised episode of this topic once corona is over. So instead of talking about some concrete tips and tricks today... I thought this episode would be a great one to do it in a storytelling style, where I hope to convey a helpful message by telling you a situation where it really paid out. So, once upon a time, from the years 2013 to 2016, I lived in the beautiful Italian capital, Rome. We had just left Greece and were super excited of our new destination. We went to the German school in Rome, which is also where I graduated and received my German Abitur. During my time there, I met some great people that enriched my school years, and some of them are even very close friends of mine to this day. Now, one of these people, I really don't know how, convinced me to become his friend, and so I tolerated his presence during our school days, and I was super happy to finally move away from him as I was off to study in Germany, and he went on to study in the north of Italy. But this guy kept insisting and insisting that I should go and visit him. So being the helpful person that I am, of course, I obliged and went to see him a few times over the course of our bachelor studies. The story I want to tell you actually happens during one of these trips. Uh, If I recall correctly, it might have been around the third time I flew down to see this guy. So there I was, July of 2019, in Stuttgart, packing my suitcase for an incredible summer. First, I would go to Milan to see my buddy, uh, I mean this random dude, And then we would continue on to a Greek island where we would meet with an actual friend of mine so that I would have a fun companion at least during one leg of the trip. (laughs) So I packed my suitcase, took the bus and went to Stuttgart's airport. I did what every traveler needs to do. X my bottle of water before the security check, panic a little bit during the pat downs in case I forgot to leave my weapons at home that day and praying to the gods that I thoroughly washed my hands so that the explosive powder check would show a negative result. You know, just your standard traveler to-dos. I passed everything with flying colors, 
Uh, after all, I learned how to cheat the system a long time ago. And off I went towards my gate. I stopped by the super overpriced airport cafe to spend a third of my vacation's budget on a watery espresso and sat down next to a couple of girls that were about my age. At this point, you might have an idea where this is going. <laughs> I was listening to my music, they were all giddy talking about their long weekend in Bella Italia, and there was a baby crying somewhere in the airport, so everyone pretty much was in their own little world. But then something awful happened that connected us all. The PA system announced a delay of at least one hour. So what happens? Of course, all the Karens ran towards the gate desk and started bombarding the overwhelmed staff member with their unhappiness and threats of negative Yelp reviews. For me, on the other hand, it was very simple. I had three choices. Either I could join the army of Karens and start complaining, which wouldn't lead to anything, or I could stay in my seat, keep my head down and continue in my own little bubble, listening to my jams, or I could bridge the time meeting someone new. Now, you guessed it, I opted for the latter. I approached the two girls sitting next to me and struck up a conversation with them. The initial small talk was fairly easy, as we already had something in common. We were all flying to Milan and were surprised by the delay. That first conversation was great to break the ice and realize that we could actually talk about other stuff without it being awkward. We talked for a while, hit it off, and after about an hour, which flew by incredibly fast, we boarded our plane and went on to beautiful Milan. Once we landed, we had to take a bus to the city, which took about 45 minutes. So, once again, I talked to the girls and we decided to take the bus together. When we reached the city center, we looked at the time and realized that we were hungry, so we decided to go to lunch together, which we did, and continued having a fun time. Now, at this point, the dude I was visiting told me that apparently we had had some sort of misunderstanding and that he was not in Milan that day, but he was visiting his parents in Rome and was taking the train only the next day. Pfft, of course, that guy. Am I right? <laughs> so I told these girls that if they wanted a non-professional guide, I would be happy to continue spending some time with them, which they absolutely loved to do. After lunch, they went on to their Airbnb to drop off their luggage, and I went to a park to lay down like a hobo to read a book. I was trying to at least come off as an intellectual hobo and agreed to meet up with the girls for an afternoon coffee and then drinks. We had a lovely evening, ate a delicious pizza, had incredibly overpriced April spritz by the Dome, making Milan's tourist agency proud, and overall had a really fun time. Then, once the night was coming to an end, I went to a hostel for the night and agreed to meet up with them the next day for breakfast and possibly even an early lunch. Long story short, I met up with the girls the next day and spent a fun morning walking through the city and eating Italian croissants, or brioche as they like to call them in Milan, and sipping on fairly priced, not watered down espressi from local cafes. But then my gracious host had arrived and I spent the rest of my time in Italy with him before continuing to Greece, as I mentioned earlier. Now, the moral of the story is that by keeping my head down and listening to my music, disregarding my surroundings, and 
all the possibilities that are out there, I would have had to spend the day waiting for my friend by myself. Instead, by just approaching someone and striking up a random conversation, initially only to bridge the time before boarding, I ended up meeting two girls that ended up being great companions for the first part of the weekend. We even exchanged contact information and kept in touch throughout the summer. This is one of my favorite examples to showcase why it's never bad to approach people without a hidden agenda. Because remember, I didn't know that my friend was only going to arrive the day after. We always have to keep in mind that we have nothing to lose by striking up a conversation with random people, be it at the cashiers in your favorite supermarket, when you're in line picking up your pumpkin spice latte at Starbucks, or waiting in front of the gate before an international flight. The worst thing that can happen is you have a brief small talk, reference lovely weather, and if it doesn't vibe, then you can always go back to putting those headphones on and return to your little bubble. And again, the chances are endless. You could talk to the cute flight attendant or strike up a brief conversation with the lovely elderly woman sitting next to you or whomever you wish. You will learn how to be comfortable leading a conversation, master dealing with awkward silences, and lose that social anxiety of putting yourself out there. In my opinion, there are virtually no downsides. Now, let me briefly say this on the record before ending this episode. The guy I mentioned earlier is not just a random dude. Of course, he knows who he is. So don't worry, (laughs) he's a close friend of mine, which is why I know he can and will laugh along as he listens to the episode. All right, guys, this is it for this week's episode. Don't doubt approaching that stranger you feel might enrich your day. Who knows? You might end up meeting a fun travel companion, hear an interesting story, or learn by pushing yourself out of your comfort zone. So let's do this challenge. Approach one stranger this week, or if you really want to take it to the next level, talk to one stranger every day. Be it someone walking their dog around your neighborhood, the supermarket cashier, or someone waiting for the traffic light to turn green. You can do it, and I can't wait to hear how it goes. As always, please stay safe, stay healthy, and hey, don't be afraid to leave your bubble.